Would you like to stay in a flying hotel that never lands? And urine-powered vehicles are finally making a splash. And a lady accepted a gift from fairies, and now her life is ruined. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. The only one! That's right. A flying hotel that never lands could be a reality very soon. Up to 5,000 guests could one day find themselves soaring through the skies in luxury on board a nuclear-powered flying hotel. That's right, a nuclear-powered flying hotel. That sounds fabulous. And apparently it never lands. That sounds like the place for me because clearly the Earth is about to go up in flames. Uh, So if you don't want your feet on the ground, just stay in this luxury nuclear-powered flying hotel that never lands. Let's find out when it's going to be available and um, how much it's going to be. I probably can't afford it. I'm in a closet after all. This is an ambitious design, it says. Yeah, of course, it's a nuclear-powered flying hotel. It goes without saying that this is an ambitious design. It's the AI-piloted Sky Cruise. It's piloted by artificial intelligence. I don't know if I trust this. This thing might uh, just get itself all packed with humans and then fly into a volcano, you know, because the AI wants us dead. I'm I'm convinced of it. Okay, this AI-piloted Sky Cruise hotel has 20 engines powered by nuclear fusion, and it is designed, believe it or not, to never land. Uh, It's been featured in a new video, which I'll post a link to. Conventional airliners would ferry passengers to and from the Sky Cruise, and even all running repairs would be carried out in flight. So this thing is never going to have to land because they'll fly you to it. And then all repairs are taken care of in flight as well. This thing is created by Hashem Al-Ghali. He created an incredibly detailed mock-up of the monster aircraft. He says the nuclear-powered sky cruise, quote, could be the future of transport. Asked how many people that it would take to fly the gigantic aircraft, he claims... All this technology, and you still want some pilots? Come on now, this is going to be fully autonomous. Oh boy. But Sky Cruise will still require a lot of staff, of course. Now, within the promotional video for the Sky Cruise, they're promising some restaurants and a giant shopping mall in the sky, as well as gyms, theaters, and even a swimming pool. In the video, the giant flying machine is also suggested as the perfect wedding venue. And I assume they're going to need a comedy club up there. Maybe I can get a gig. Just telling my jokes in the Sky Hotel and never come back. (laughs) Um, Not everyone agrees this is a good idea. Some people have commented describing the Sky Cruise concept as, quote, the new Titanic, pointing out that having lifts on the outside of the aircraft would be far from aerodynamic and that if an aircraft powered by a nuclear reactor crashed, it could destroy an entire city. One nervous passenger said, Great idea, putting a nuclear reactor in something that could malfunction and just fall out of the sky and land on whoever. (laughs) Yeah, land on whoever. Land on me. (laughs) I kind of want to be hit in the head with a nuclear reactor that fell from the sky. I don't know about you. Someone else commented, Yeah, I'm sure I would be able to afford a ticket for the lowest deck with no no leg space and no access even to the lounge. Oh, come on, man. Have faith in yourself. You know, maybe you could get a ticket to at least get you on the second deck or just get a job there bussing the tables <laughs> with the massive development costs involved. It says here some predict that a trip 
on the Sky Cruise would cost an absolute fortune. Yeah, of course it would. A financially savvy YouTube commenter said that, while this is interesting, this concept, it is capable to have some built-in high technology. This thing would be super expensive, and no doubt only rich people would be able to book this hotel, I imagine. Yeah, I agree, only rich people probably. Same people that can afford to go up into space, you know, those people. People like Michael Strahan, those kind of people. It says here, the fusion technology envisioned to power Sky Cruise is still far in the future. But even if an aircraft like this is built one day, there are some things that never change. One person pointed out, I bet I still end up next to someone else's screaming three-year-old for the entire trip, man. Just like on that cruise. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, man. Well, you guys should at least watch the video to this thing because... Just looking at the 20 engines that are attached to the wings, it's so fascinating. This thing looks like a beast. I don't know anything about nuclear fusion. I'd imagine if you're attached to a vehicle that's powered by nuclear fusion, it, you might not have the most comfortable sleep. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Maybe there's a place for this somewhere in the future. I, I don't know, what do you think? You guys, you guys down for the hotel that never lands? I kind of want to land sometimes, man. Urine-powered vehicles are finally making a splash. Ooh, it's the sound of science. Let's learn a little bit about pee-powering vehicles. A future of cars powered by electric batteries is pretty inevitable. We're already seeing that. EV everywhere seems to be the trend. But did you guys know there's another chemical that could be used? Yes. And this chemical is abundant in your pee. Yes, you could power vehicles using your pee. What is that chemical in your pee that can power a vehicle? You're wondering. It's ammonia. Did you know that? Uh, what is ammonia, Jonesy? I'm glad you asked. It's the sound of science. Let me tell you. It's a combination of hydrogen and nitrogen, also known as NH3. Did you know that? And it is one of the few liquid chemical compounds. It rapidly releases energy in combustion and has a very high energy density by volume. Oh, that's pretty cool and helpful if you're trying to power some large vehicles. Uh, also, ammonia comes with substantial environmental advantages. There's no carbon in NH3. That means that when burnt, ammonia cannot release carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, or other greenhouse pollutants. And that's good, because I care about the forests. Now, we're all trying to do the electric battery thing. And while electric batteries and hydrogen fuel cells are compelling, ammonia, ammonia offers higher energy density. This is particularly important for transport that is heavily constrained by weight and volume, such as heavy-duty ground, heavy-duty air transport. Furthermore, compared with hydrogen fuel cell vehicles, ammonia-powered vehicles are lighter, and they get rid of the problem of having to dispose those lithium-ion batteries, and you know, that's not very good for the environment either. The other advantage of powering vehicles using our PP is that ammonia has been used industrially for over a century already. Therefore, storage, handling, and delivery infrastructure for ammonia are already in place globally. This makes ammonia an optimal fuel for long-haul trucking, for locomotives, for aviation, for shipping, for powering uh, hotels in the sky, maybe. You can power that hotel with your urine instead of that nuclear fusion thing that I don't quite trust. <laughs> hey, as a callback to a previous story, were you here for that? So what they're saying is basically 
you can use your pee to power vehicles because urine turns into ammonia, which can be used to produce energy. Is this the future of our vehicles? Just taking a whiz in the tank? I would prefer to do that rather than spend $6 plus for gasoline. Gallons of gasoline are quite expensive in Southern California and probably where you're listening right now. Wouldn't you like to just fill up your truck with pee-pee? We are not quite there yet, but last year, Hong Kong's University of Technology showcased the very world's first ammonia-powered fuel cell electric vehicle, which was, it was a golf cart. All right. But it's a start, man. You got to start with a small vehicle, then you move up to the flying hotel in the sky. Ammonia is stored inside a cylinder in its liquid form. It goes through what's called a cracker, breaking down into nitrogen and hydrogen by catalysts developed by the University of Oxford. The hydrogen generates electricity to power and propel the vehicle. This is how it all works. Aren't you learning something here? Aren't you happy? Researchers are planning to develop an ammonia-powered minibus along with an ammonia-powered aircraft as well. And earlier this month, an, a company called Emoji powered a mid-sized John Deere tractor using ammonia as well. The company integrated a standard liquid storage tank and highly efficient ammonia cracking modules into a hybrid fuel cell system, providing power for several hours to the John Deere tractor. Now, we're a while from mass commercial adoption of this form of fuel, but right now seems like a perfect time to accelerate our efforts to advance less underrepresented forms of alternative energy, especially our urine. Considering urine is the largest waste product on Earth, it's not like we're going to run out anytime soon when we're going to run out of fossil fuels eventually. And then you got to, oh, that battery stuff, that's no bueno as well. We, we should move on to just powering everything with our pee pee. That's what I think. Why stop there? We have another waste that comes out of our body. I'm sure we could put this to good use as well to power some vehicles. I look forward to a future where we're just going to drive around a porta potty, <laughs> you know, fueling it as we go. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. A TikToker accepted a gift from fairies and it ruined her life, she says. I'm taking a left-hand turn with this story. The previous ones were very serious, scientific and tech-related stories. We're going a 180 with this one. This has nothing to do with reality, really. The article says, I think if there's one lesson of value to take from fairy tales, it's to beware of gifts from fairies. You guys know, watch out, gifts from fairies. Why? Well, because they come with some very powerful strings attached. You know. In fact, folklore experts claim that inviting fairies into your life is something that should only be done under extreme caution. <laughs> yeah, like everybody's just inviting fairies into their life. Guys, guys, if you're going to invite fairies into your life, extreme caution, okay? I mean, I, I really need to be more uh, cautious when I invite fairies into my life. I need protective measures put into place. Now, the person in this story, who's a young mother on TikTok, she didn't do that, and now she's paying the price, apparently, okay? Her name is Chantel North. She's a TikToker. <laughs> she did something foolish. Wow, a TikToker doing something foolish. And she seems out of her mind. Wow, a TikToker out of her mind? No way. 
Chantel shared the way that her life has been altered since she found and accepted an unknown gift last month. Well, what did Chantel find? She found an acorn cap with a mysterious crystal inside of it. Ooh! I'd immediately think that was from a fairy, for sure. Now, Chantel was advised at the time by viewers on her TikTok channel not to accept the gift. Yeah, because she, she posted the video, asked everybody, what do I do with this gift from a fairy? And then her followers are out of their mind as well. They're like, don't accept that fairy gift, Chantel. They told her to bury it and avoid it. Well, did she listen to her brilliant TikTok followers who were just trying to look out for her well-being, advising her not to accept this gift from fairyland? She ignored them, of course, and ever since then, she reports, things in her house have been a little sketchy. Now, she didn't go into detail on her TikTok about the kinds of hardships she's experienced. She did specify that the fairies she's been apparently inviting into her house have been speaking to her child in her room, teaching her to fly. <laughs> okay. Taught your child how to fly? Do you have video of your child flying around the house? I'm sure you don't. <laughs> I guess we'll have to take the word of a TikToker. Says here, Chantel has also been invited by the fairies to come with them into fairyland. Do you have, do you have video of the fairies inviting you to fairyland as well? No, it looks like she doesn't. No. What a surprise. I don't uh, expect we'll be seeing any evidence of any of this, actually, because what's really going on is that Chantel's been sniffing moon dust... <laughs> Let's see, that's a callback. I called it back, guys. We're doing callbacks today on Weird AF News. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hey, piss in my gas tank, huh? <laughs> Maybe we'll say that one day. Piss in my gas tank. <laughs> Save me some money. Hey, everybody, I hope you had a nice weekend. Um, thanks for joining me all the way to the outro where I give thanks and praise. I'm just giving thanks and praise for you. I appreciate you. Lending your ear to the show once again. Um, if you'd like to help me out, please recommend Weird AF News to a friend or a colleague. That would be lovely. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Patreon. That's right. And if you join the Patreon, I put your name up on the closet wall. Do you hear it? Right there. Put your name up there. I got a bunch of names, by the way. All these people are very cool. Supporters of the show. Uh, you can join the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or weirdafnews.com. And click on the Patreon banner that I had embedded in there. That's right. Uh, anyways, uh, we'll keep it brief. If you'd like to reach out to me with an article or just you want to say what's up, funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can follow me at funnyjones on Instagram. And uh, you could slide into my DMs as well. Introduce yourself. Say hello. Send me an article. Tell me you're alive. Tell me you like me. Tell me you hate me. Whatever's on your mind. All right. <laughs> 